We start this hour with calls to change. Calls to change the priority system for vaccines are growing louder this morning. Yeah, with transit operators, police officers, even the city's critical infrastructure personnel wondering where they sit in the queue. Just yesterday, Mayor Brian Bowman once again asked the province to consider a strategy that goes beyond age. Essentially, his question and concern is that 50-year-old working from home might not be as exposed as the 50-year-old bus driver and should therefore, Loren, receive priority. Yeah, the frontline workers, you know, in that age category. And we've had this chat before. Like, am I under the same level of exposure as the person the same age as me at the grocery store, driving that bus, working as a police officer? And we know healthcare workers and people living and working long-term care were already high on the priority list. Paramedics uh, were higher up too. Police officers, though, or teachers, they're still considered part of the general public. And so that's why Brian Bowman has been weighing in, Mayor Brian Bowman, and others have been weighing in because right now vaccines essentially go by age. But here's what we learned this week. Dr. Brent Rusin saying that the fastest growing cohort of cases is in the 10 to 19 year old age group. And while he did say that the growth is not from gatherings in schools, but gathering outside schools from as far as they can tell, that age group is obviously still going into schools every single day. So James Bedford is the president of the Manitoba Teacher Society and he joins us now for more. Good morning, James. Good morning. Great to be with you. Well, we've heard growing calls and different changes across this country when it comes to the prioritization of teachers. What are you hearing from teachers when it comes to their vaccine questions? Well, I'm hearing from teachers that they're listening to public health. And I think you've you've summed up that messaging from public health. Those 10 to 19-year-olds make up a large group of the students who are in our schools. and, And even if the infections aren't occurring in schools, uh, there's a very, very good chance that they're coming into schools infected. And, you know, our, our members are 25 to, to 60, and public health is telling them they're at a greater risk now with these variants of concern. Is there any dialogue on this with the province? No, there isn't. We've had uh, two emails just in the last week uh, from school. One of the schools that my that one of my kids attends, James, and a uh, total of uh, three infections in the school. What are we seeing in other provinces when it comes to teachers? Because clearly, this is this has got to be a concern for them. It, it it's a very very high concern. Um, you know, if, if we were in New Brunswick, Quebec, Ontario, Saskatchewan. British Columbia, there would be a plan, uh, and in many of those jurisdictions, vaccinations are already underway. And, you know, you look at the populations in those provinces, that, that's the majority of, of provinces. W- one thing that, that I've heard asked, and I understand this because my background is as a science teacher, is what's different about public health in those provinces than public health in Manitoba? Because public health is in large part based on science. To be fair, I believe in Ontario, for example, James, it was just in the last couple of weeks that teachers were added to that list, and that was a result of a number of things. The case counts were climbing, and there was growing concern, and, and there was also some public pressure. So is that pressure being put on the province? When you say there's been no dialogue, what kind of conversations are you trying to have with officials to try to make this happen? 
Well, we're trying to ask those questions about what's different in Manitoba than those other provinces. Um, you are correct. Uh, the the real um, effort in Ontario is, is, is a few weeks old. The plan's been there for quite some time, but the needles are going into arms right now. But they're also there because of the variants of concern. They are targeting the regions in Ontario where there is major concern. And the, the situation is certainly not unique in Manitoba. Uh, teachers, all school staffs have been working very, very hard to keep public schools open this year. It's deemed a priority. Uh, we care deeply about our students. We know the best education occurs in schools, and we really don't want to be in a situation where schools have to be closed. Vaccination of education workers would be something that would be proactive in order to keep those schools open for the remainder of the school year. James, we only have about 60 seconds left, but this conversation about one of the more immediate concerns, vaccines, comes as the province is announcing that it's looking for feedback from the public on how to move forward with its plans to reform the province's education system. So what are your thoughts on their plans to essentially launch a review of their own review? Well, the, the, the initial review uh, that, that was done for the K-12 education review was extraordinarily extensive. They traveled across the province. The problem is, is that a lot of those uh, recommendations don't translate into Bill 64. And uh, I, I'm not sure what else is to be learned, particularly when the throes of, of a pandemic. James Bedford, president of the Manitoba Teachers Society, joining us live on 680 CJOB. James, thank you for the time, sir. Much appreciated. We deeply appreciate the opportunity to talk to you. Thanks very much.